we know some pretty amazing agency owners with some really amazing stories. Subscribe to the Agency Collective Tales, where we chat to agency owners about what they are doing right now to make sure their agency not just survives, but thrives. Welcome back and thanks for joining us on another episode of the Agency Collective Tales. This time I am joined by the very brilliant James Hakesley from Cube Video. Um, this was recorded uh, a few weeks ago, lockdown had just happened, and James talks quite openly about um, his team and some of the brilliant initiatives that he put in place to help. All right yeah, then so James, thank you so well. much for joining our podcast. Um, we just want to start off really with asking you how you're doing in this strange, strange world we find ourselves in. Yeah, I mean, we do find ourselves in strange times, but I'm trying to stay optimistic. I think that's been uh, the main thing uh, for me. It's just to stay more optimistic for yourself, uh, for the people around you and your team. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, obviously it's been a, challenging time over the last six or seven weeks um but you've just kind of got to get on with it if you're if you're leading a team uh, at the end of the day your team are looking up to you and a lot of the the advice that they need and support they need you, you've got to be that person to kind of keep them motivated and just help everyone kind of stay on track so yeah right now as a leader i've kind of been trying to juggle a lot of things whether that's you know finance or clients or, or not so many clients um but also just trying to stay positive um, so the, the the team have someone they can kind of look up to. That's good. That's admirable. How are you coping with lockdown life? Have you started so lockdown, making sourdough? Do you know what? I'm, I make a really good curry now. So I would say I'm coming out of this a much uh, much better cook than when I went into it. Um, <laughs> I've actually found I've actually found a passion for cooking, which has been been good. So I'm so used to getting home late from work or from the office, or I've been in London or I've been on a shoot. So. Um, it's nice to actually be able to say, you know, at half six, I'm going to start making dinner. Um, and I try something different every day, which is quite good. Oh, so the positives coming out of it. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you can cook a good curry now. It must be weird for you, though, because you you guys at Cube, you're, you're all over the shop, aren't you? You're, you're always out on location. You're all over the place with your team. So Yeah, it's very how, different. How has that been as a as a culture shock, I suppose? I mean, it's a big culture shock. Um, we we were pretty much, I think we'd done about 18 days in a row of, of shoots prior to lockdown. So we were we were really busy. Um, and I was, you know, in town in London, across the country, pretty much three to four days a week, going to things in the evening, going to networking, going to dinner events and stuff. And then all of a sudden that just switches off. Um, and it's weird, it's surreal. And obviously the team are quite used to being out and about as well. Um, so yeah, that kind of, the fact that we would used to be out three or four days a week, um, it's been very strange. But over the last few weeks, we have had the opportunity to go out and do the, a couple of shoots here and there. And you just, it just reminds you uh, how lucky you are to actually do what we do as a day job. Yeah, how, how's that worked then? Has it been awfully strange trying to keep to the lockdown laws and the social distancing whilst yeah. shooting? I mean... So we've we've only we've only done a couple of shoots, and most of those have been for either medical uh, related companies or local councils. Um, so we did support a, a local food bank uh, for the council to go and we donated our time and service to basically produce a video to help them uh, promote what they were doing there to raise funds for everyone. So that was good, but yeah, it's very strict going in and out there. You know, you sign 
you sign your name with one pen that goes into the dirty pot. They're then washed. Every handle's got tape on it. Um, we've got to wash our hands as soon as you walk in the building. When you walk out of the building, gloves, face masks, and yeah, a minimum of two meters away from each other. So we've had to kind of stick to that. It also means that we're just, you know, that you just take the essential stuff with you. Um, we're building the kit in the car. We just walk in with the camera. It's sign in, make sure we're clean, get on with it, and, and spend the, the least amount of times you need to on the shoot. So yeah, it's been very efficient when you're there and just making sure that you are keeping the distance and, and wearing the gloves and wearing the masks and just making sure that everyone with you is safe. Yeah. Was there ever a moment where you sort of forget and it goes back to the, the old, the good old times or, or is it just, it's, it's just too prevalent and you, there's no way you could forget that you, you I think, I, I think it, you know, sometimes you're like, Whoa, you're getting too close. Um, but it's more of a, it's more of a, it's more of a funny thing than anything. I think, you know, you're very conscious that you are trying to stay away from each other. The weirdest thing is not shaking hands. So used to doing that. So everyone's just kind of like bowing at each other now. Um, and just kind curtsying. of, yeah, curtsying or just doing something awkward. And you're just like, <laughs> yep. Um, uh, but yeah, you've got to, you've got to be careful with these things. You know, it's important to kind of take the right steps to stay safe. Um, and also just the people around you, but yeah, it's weird. And I think, I do think when we go back to normal, something that a lot of, you know we haven't heard much about is that kind of transition back to work and I do really feel that there's going to be a challenge for people that have got used to this way of not touching door handles not shaking hands not being at the office and we're going to have to slowly get back to the to the norm if if that's possible or just yeah sticking to that social distancing that that then becomes the norm yeah um, so it's going to be interesting I think there's you have do have to think about the team and the people around you with that because you know, it's a change and shift in mentality in the way that people think and work. So yeah, you've got to be very conscious of those things. So how, how have you been managing that with, with your team then? Because you're such a, you're such like a young, vibrant, go-getting like crew. How, how have you managed, what, what, I mean, what are you doing to keep the culture? Like, how are you, how are you maintaining that buzz without, without everyone just being sad at home? Yeah, so that was a big thing. Like culturally, that you, you, yeah, you're exactly right. So we're quite vibrant. We're we're a young team. We kind of we run at everything full pelt and just trying to do crazy stuff here and there. And yeah, from day one, I've just been very transparent. I think um, transparent and being supportive was the first kind of things in in my head, and was just to ensure that everyone was safe and able to work from home. So that first week, when everyone was running around thinking like, what's going on? Um, we actually had moved to the to, to working from home from from the 13th of March, so we were kind of ahead of the curve for the lockdown. So everyone took their machines home. We'd already worked out how we were communicating through Slack and using our project management software. Um, and then it's just making sure that uh, in we still had that mentality to kind of trying to give the first month the the best go we could. So we were like, okay, we've got you know all the shoots have been postponed, but we still do animation. We can still do design. We can still do post-production and we can still do some sort of videos for people. So it was then, okay, where are we going to prioritize our time now? And, and the energy we have in the team to kind of maintain some, some sense of normality. So we have daily huddles. We, we have Friday beers, which, you know, sometimes can, they're meant to last an hour, but they can go on for a, a good few hours. Till um, Saturday. Yeah, till early Saturday morning, definitely. <laughs> um, and that's added kind of a, a bit of a, a new dimension to, to the not so exciting lives of working from home. Um, and then, yeah, just I've, I've been very transparent in speaking to everyone on, on a level one-to-one, providing weekly updates on you know, the position as a business, but also kind of if there's work coming in, if, if there's any changes there, 
how we might be able to use some of the time we have. Uh, and then, yeah, I've also been very transparent if we have had to make a, a change or look at something differently um, to ensure the long-term survival and growth of the business. And I've been very open with the team and the team have been really understanding. I've been massively impressed with how the team have jumped at the opportunity to try and help where they can within the business um, and help our clients. Um, yeah, and it's just, it's nice. And it's nice I've kind of stepped back and been allowed to focus on people a little bit more, not just clients and delivery. So mm -hmm. that's, that's been nice. And I think, yeah, the team have kind of appreciated that. That's brilliant. And I guess the, the degree that you're being transparent with them about the um, state of the business and about, about how much business you have, um, good or bad news, it's, it's about giving reassurance and it's about people knowing where they are. Like if you know where you are, you can deal with it. If, if your staff had any uncertainty, I imagine that's when perhaps they wouldn't be feeling quite as good or, or quite as good. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's, I always try and be very transparent and just kind of paint a clear picture for everyone. I think if everyone's kind of on the same page, we're in this together. That's, that's the end of the day. It's not a, it's not on us and them or anything like that. We're a team, you know, we're, we're friends as well. So it's just making sure we're all looking out for each other. And we do that anyway in normally. So all it's just been is just trying to present every week. This is, this is where we're at. And then if you do have to make a hard decision, um, then it's not a surprise to, to people. It's kind of, we knew this was coming. We felt this was the right choice. It becomes a, a team decision, not a management decision. I think that's, that's also really important, especially yeah. when you've got a small team. That's really interesting. So have you taken that degree of transparency to your discussions with clients post-COVID yeah. throughout this shenanigans? Yeah, I mean, the first, the first thing we did was kind of reach out to all of our clients and just say, hey, we're here to help. Um, we're here to support you both as a business but also if you want someone to talk to you can speak to me and I've been kind of dedicating time every week to speak to clients one-to-one -one, just about general life and how they're feeling you know if, if there's any support there or anything we can do whether that's free support or paid support then happy to kind of help there so that's actually strengthened some of the bonds that we had with clients and our initial activity did then also bring some of our dormant clients out of our kind of CRM system to then recommission some work. So we've we've opened up the opportunity to do more work with people by being open with, with people. And we just kind of, as soon as we pivoted, so as soon as we realized, okay, shoots aren't gonna happen, what other things we can still provide? Um, we just were very transparent with our clients and we can help you here, here and here. We've also got this stuff in our archives you might wanna think about. And, and that opened up the chance to then have some of those conversations. And yeah, we looked at some of the businesses where they would be less impacted as well. So technology, pharmaceuticals, any of the government backed organizations and also spoke to them and said, you know, we're very much here to help. And that that's helped us kind of get a trickle of work through over the last few weeks. That's amazing. So talk to me about what you did for the food bank. Cause I think that's just, just brill. So the, the food bank, um, we, we actually got listed as a crown commercial supplier for COVID-19. So um, I took the initiative to kind of say, we, we're, we're open to offering our services uh, for free or at least heavily discounted, depending on what the initiative was or the organization. Um, and then a local counselor uh, reached out and said, we, we're actually doing a, we've actually got a food bank. We've scaled up over the last few weeks to kind of help the demand just in the local area. And um, do you think you'd be able to just come in quickly and help us do something? You know, it could be on the phone or whatever. And I said, you know what, 
we've we've got some scope here to to, to help properly. So do you know what? I, I will properly work with this on the team and kind of build out a, a video here that you guys can use to to get fundraising and volunteers. They just wanted um, you to to be a to be a general volunteer, did they? So they just yeah they just said is what well, how can you help sort of thing? Is there anything you can kind of do? And that they knew that uh, one of the councillors knew that we did video, but they were you know they were happy to send us clips on their phone and we just kind of put it together for them but I said no well let's do this properly so I went down wrecked the site and said okay yeah we're going to come in and we, we're going to put a whole storyboard together we're going to do this properly and we interviewed all the councillors it's a cross-party initiative so we were showing that everyone's got together uh, on this cause filmed a load of the volunteers and then we obviously filmed the food bank in use and, and who it actually helps as well and it serves about three and a half thousand people a week um, yeah, so it's 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 a big big initiative, and that and that's people that can't just can't get out of the house, um, or have, you know, in, in some economic difficulty. So it's been nice to actually spend some of the time that we have to kind of provide a service that we do every day to actually help something local. And you think these are going on across the country as well. So I think it's important yeah. for anyone who's got some skills where they might have a bit of downtime to just kind of if you if you if it's not volunteering, it's just donating that time to help them spread their message really. There must have been such a boost for the team as well, though. Like, just yeah, they, good. Yeah, so I also made the, the, made sure that kind of everyone was involved, even though that we were working from home. So uh, I actually went and did the filming. Um, so I've taken a lot of the filming on just so that I take more of the risk, and the guys can sit at home um, and edit and do all the uh, pre-planning and stuff like that. So I involved them in the storyboarding and the concepts and what we were going to do together and then it's been edited by someone else as well in the team so everyone feels like they've had an input on creating something for a good cause which I think was really important instead of just hoarding it to myself and saying I'm going to do all this I think this involve everyone um, and yeah it was really positive it was kind of like oh wow we're actually doing something to help we're actually doing something um, for good and I think it's really important I think it's I'm hoping that they they raise some more funds so they can help more people that's amazing so what's what's the plans for for Cube in the in the foreseeable? Well, we're all just waiting to be told what to do next. How are you? How are you coping with that bit? We're all just waiting, aren't we? Yeah. So um, uh, like I said, just I'm remaining positive and optimistic, um, but you've also got to be realistic. So we're kind of looking at this in a in a weekly uh, window, and I think you know we've built upon some of our early engagement with clients. So we're just trying to expand those conversations and say. You know you're still going to need to do all this stuff once we're out of the pandemic so is there any kind of stuff we can work on now um and just looking also new partnerships are there some areas that we can strike up relationships now that can then solidify us in the future um and then we've been working a lot on stuff that isn't also client focused work so we've been looking at improving our marketing our social media our offering the business as a whole so that when when we've got the go-ahead to kind of say yeah it's back to some form of normality, you can go back to business. Um, we've kind of got a, a stronger foundation to kind of build upon there. And we are building out a strategy to kind of work out how we're going to deliver some of these other services out to people if there is still social distancing um, and also just a plan of action post-pandemic. So I think it's quite easy to just get stuck down in the everyday as well. So it's important to actually think about, you know, what, what does it look like in three months' time? What does it look like in six months' time? You know, how can we kind of help and carry on going essentially you've got to make up some of the lost ground um yeah. for the last few months but it, 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 we don't know so it's just kind of at least having some formal plan just to make sure that 
if you do get the go ahead to go back to normal then when will we know when will we know know? that's the thing when will we know um but it's yeah it's it's essentially you know it's going to be a a rebuild really isn't it i think for a lot of businesses so um it's just yeah and it's not going to be the same as well so i think also drawing on some of the learning and understanding that we've had over the last six weeks how can we factor that into you know our client communication or our team communication or how we do things moving forward i think there's there's a lot to learn yeah, for sure. It's definitely easier to get hold of people in a pandemic. It's easier to get people a hold of people in a pandemic, but a lot of people spend time on Zoom, so no one wants to ring you anymore. So it's like, hey, you're trying to ring me, but sorry, I'm on a Zoom. I'll call you back. And it's quite funny. And then all of a sudden, people have forgotten that you can phone people. Um, so when you actually say to someone, hey, I will give you a phone call, they're like, are you going to send me a Zoom link? I said, no, I'm just going to call your mobile number. They're like, that's refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I don't have to put makeup on today. <laughs> yeah, so we all sit here with just uh, our top halves, you know, looking smart, and then all wearing shorts underneath this. So. <laughs> or PJs, indeed. PJs. Well, yeah. James, thanks so much for having a chat with us. I think that's really, really interesting, really valuable. And um, I wish you and all the guys at Cube all the absolute best because you guys are cracking at what you do. Um, yeah, no, thank you for that. I appreciate that. And also, yeah, obviously, um, appreciate what you guys have been doing over the last few weeks as well the support groups and the different bits of stuff we can get involved in so yeah everyone stick together and we'll get through it thanks so much for tuning into that guys um don't forget to subscribe you can find us twice a week from all the usual places that you get your podcasts and join us next time where i am chatting to claire ritchie tomkins from sqn um chatting about what it's like to be a woman in an agency world uh, talking about the key communication skills that she has picked up uh, in the industries that she's worked in. Really interesting one, that one. Don't miss it. Cheers, guys. Bye.